For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Over 5 million people play football in the USA and here to bring it to you in the raw, uncut, unadulterated is the undisputed number one sports show in Atlanta and abroad. 100 yards of football live from headquarters. It's more than a game, more than a show. It's where football blends culture, economics, and society. Tap in, tune in, and lock in to 100 yards of football now. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 100 Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host, Logan Landers, and today we're doing a special look at the NFC East, talking team by team, and finally giving our predictions who will win this upcoming division in 2022. Now, hey, if you enjoy this video, please like, comment, share, and subscribe. We go live each and every single week on Facebook and YouTube. We have clips for you on Instagram at 100 Football. Check out our LinkedIn page as well and our podcast available every single day with daily uploads on the Thanks to Believe Podcast Network. We have on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Now, you all know it is Monday, and as tradition here on 100 Football, you know that I can't do a show without bringing on one of my favorite co-hosts we've ever run on these shows. It is a madman Mancini. Monday, welcome to the show, Mark Mancini. How are you doing today, sir? It's always a pleasure being in Dixie at this time of the day, and I love it, man. This show is the one that's must-see, must-hear, radio, television, across the airwaves. We have torn this thing up, and boy, your experience and knowledge last week coming into Philadelphia's WWDB AM860 was impeccable, my friend. Yeah, hey, thanks for that, man. Like like Mark said, I, I was on out there in Philly last week, last Thursday. It was a great time uh, with Mark, Marianne, Sal talking some football, promoting the show, of course, and it was a great time. But, man, let's get into the East because this is a very intriguing division. We're going to go team by team, left to right, and we're going to start with the team who won it last year, the 12-5 and Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys, Mark? What do you think about the Cowboys this upcoming season? Well, it's America's team, and I don't know if that's a cliche or just they borrowed the moniker because the Steelers never wanted it when it was given to them. But when you look at this team, I think McCarthy's on the uh, uh, basically the hot seat here. He's got to do something with this uh, 
a, a team moving forward as far as, you know, uh, basically turning it around. You know, it, it, when you look at Dak Prescott, uh, you know, I like this kid a lot. He's kind of read his headlines, the injury, he bounced back, C.D. Lamb. There's a lot of pieces here, and, and the Cowboys have drafted well. But I look at that schedule, man, opening up with Tampa to start the season in Dallas. I don't know how far the Cowboys can go. When I look at the NFC, and you and I have talked about this before, I don't want to call it the Big Sky Conference. You know, when you look at the AFC, it's going to be a real juggernaut. It looks like the SEC over there. But after when you look at the Rams and Tampa Bay, it's hard-pressed to find other teams to step up here. I know you got to win divisions in Green Bay and uh, Dallas, but I don't know how far the Cowboys can go, you know, when you look at this. Yeah, it's a team who, who kind of surprised me, right? They didn't really do very much in the offseason. They didn't they, – they let go of a lot of people more than add more people in. And like you mentioned, they drafted pretty well. There is still – a good bit of speculation around their their first round pick with Tyler Smith, of course, the left guard that people thought it was maybe a reach. Uh, they they should have got him in a later pick, but it is what it is. And it's pretty much, I mean, honestly, the same team as last year for the most part, right? You got Dak and Zeke, the one and two combo. Tony Pollard, a nice surprise last year. I think that if Zeke doesn't step up the way that people expect him to, expect Pollard to get more carries. And then the wide receiving core, which it is pretty good. They did lose, of course, Amari Cooper. He is no longer there. But they still got Michael Gallup, of course. They got C.D. Lamb. Uh, they got Jalen Tolbert, who they drafted. So they've got a few guys to really help out on that offense. And that's for defense, of course. You know, they got the Marcus Lawrence, the big guy. They got Micah Parsons, a tremendous, who was an amazing rookie last year. And, of course, Trayvon Diggs, who was one of the best corners in all of football. So I think the Cowboys are – kind of in the same boat they were last year. Like I said, they didn't do a whole lot to improve their team. And if they if they have a substandard record this year, I'm with you, and I think I'm a, with a lot of Cowboys fans. I think Mike McCarthy, this is definitely a prove-it year. I mean, I think even if they get to the playoffs, they have to have a deep run because, I mean, we all know what happened last year with them against the 49ers. I mean, everyone was calling for McCarthy to be fired after that, but they still stuck with their guns, and I think that if Dallas can make a deep playoff run, That'll be the only thing that could save McCarthy's job. I don't think just winning a division or getting some in the playoffs will do it. Because you know Jerry Jones, he's getting up there, man. He's trying to get that one more Super Bowl. And, I, you know, I think he's expecting results sooner rather than later. Well, let's move on. Well, and not only that, yeah, you bring up an interesting point. McCarthy, long list of great uh, coaches from Pittsburgh in the league. I think there's nine or ten of them, but – you know, yeah, the uh, jury's out on him. He's got to do something in the playoffs. But I think the real key there, what we're looking at here, is if for the Cowboys to be successful, not so much, uh, you know, Dak Prescott leading the charge. I think you need a healthy Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so, because he, he's the kind of that oil in the machine. You know, he gets things running. And when he's healthy, he's one of the best running backs in the league. It's just that, unfortunately, you know, we've seen – uh, a lack of production with injuries and whatnot over a few the past few seasons. But props to Zeke, you know, coming back, fighting all those injuries, and hopefully he can remain healthy. He looks in great shape, so hopefully that means that we'll have, he'll have a better 22 season. But now let's kick it over to the team who finished last uh, in the NFC East last year with the New York Giants, 4-13 and record last year. Uh, we all know they, they wiped out their coaching staff. That There's a lot of just speculation going on in New York. So what do you think about the Giants this year? How will they perform? 
Well, they brought in a guy from Buffalo over there in DeVol, and, you know, he's he's good. I mean, he's hands-on. He built Josh Allen of what he is. I like Daniel Jones. A lot of people in New York don't think he could be the guy that leads them. But, you know, a lot of people in New York were, you know, still on that Phil Sims wagon, you know, and they never looked at Jeff Kostetler as anything. So I, I like, you know, uh, Jones. Give him a chance. You know, let's see what this team is. The real key in New York is they've gotten out of the gate real slow the last couple of years, I guess, 0-3, 0-4. You can't get out of the gate, but to a certain extent, you know, this was a division where nobody really wanted it, and the Giants came on like gangbusters at the end. A couple of years ago, they came on, and they could have got into the playoffs. I think they were 0-6 at that time, uh, but they beat the Commanders twice in the same year. But I'm looking for some big results of the Giants. They've drafted real well. New coaching system, like you said, in place. I think this is a team that's on the rise. Yeah, I, I think the Giants are, are going to finally take that next step forward. I think Dable is going to be a better fit than Joe Judge was in New York. Um, I mean, th- this is kind of a prove-it year. I know you said that Daniel Jones is, you know, he's in that contract year. He's ready to prove that he is that guy. So he's got to step up, I think, or else he could potentially be another quarterback that could be on the move next year. It could be reduced to even a backup role if he doesn't perform this year. And I hope he does because he has potential. We've seen flashes of it, but it's just got to be more consistent, better play calling, better just, uh, you know, be able to read the defenses. And then also, too, a big key for New York is can Saquon Barkley be healthy? I mean, because Saquon, kind of like Zeke Elliott, right? If he's healthy, he's a great running back. It's just unfortunately that Saquon had those, those leg injuries over the past couple of years, and they've still been lingering. I know he had a decent season last year, but nothing like we kind of thought that he would have. But maybe this year, now that he's 100%, he can go back to the Saquon of a few seasons ago and really produce. On the offensive line, though, they've added Evan Neal, the big guy out of Alabama. Hopefully he can help out. They also got Wandale Robinson, uh, Robinson, right, the young the young man they drafted, wide receiving court, which they desperately needed help in because they just could not get any production last year. From we all know, Kadarius Toney had a rough year. Kenny Galladay has been, you know, up and down in recent seasons. So they're hoping they can get the receiving core figured out. I, I think Daniel Jones is going to have a better season than we've seen in recent years. And then as for the defense, you know, you got Aziz Ojolari, Dexter Lawrence, Kayvon Thibodeau, the big man on campus, yeah. their high draft pick who has a tremendous motor coming out of Oregon. I expect big things from that young man year one. Of course, Xavier McKinney as well in the free safety spot. And a lot of rookies, too. We're going to get some time, I think, in that defense for New York. So I'm not expecting them to get to the vision, but I am expecting a better record than what they put out last year at 4-13. Yeah, and you know, you look at Saquon Barkley. I mean, you've, you've had some slash running backs in New York before Joe Morris and all that, but this guy's a big, burly guy, tough to take down. Kind of reminds me of a, a, an Earl Campbell type, but yeah. you're right. The injuries play a big part, and coming out of Penn State, man, he was a – unbelievable Harold rookie coming in there. So uh, if he can stay upright, the Giants can do something. Hey, let's face it. The, you know, the NFC, like we said uh, before, uh, is wide open. So, you know, if you don't win the division, there's a lot of wild card spots open. Yeah. I mean, you, you got a good point with that too, is that, you know, even though if they don't get the division, there's still a few wild card spots open now. So, I mean, we could easily see two teams here. But let's go on to our third team, right? Let's go to the Philadelphia Eagles, probably the team that had the biggest acquisitions in the offseason, the biggest moves. What do you like about the Eagles and Jalen Hurts this year? 
Well, he's got a target there from Alabama and Devontae Smith there. So, I mean, that's one of his targets. He's got some, you know, targets. I like this kid. I mean, coming out of Alabama, then going to Oklahoma, getting drafted by the Eagles. He's a guy, he kind of reminds me of Randall Cunningham there in Philadelphia. Type of a slash, can create some havoc. Um, but you know what? You're right. The Eagles have made a lot of acquisitions. This is a far cry from, you know, uh, Doug Peterson leaving and, uh, you know, going down to Jacksonville. This Eagle team means business. They have strengthened that offensive line. They've they brought in receivers. They've got targets for Jalen Hurts. I think the Eagles are a sleeper here, and you better adjust the mirrors. They can do a lot of damage here in the NFC. They really could, and I think they had the best draft overall of any team. Um, we, we know the steal they got, the big bodies they got with Jordan Davis from Georgia, and the Kobe Dean also who fell. They were able to scoop him up. Uh, you know, Josh O, Kyron Johnson, a few of those guys as well. Cam Jurgens on the center spot. And I think this is a stacked team. This is a team who, if they don't get the division, I think they get a wild card spot for sure just because they have so much talent. Uh, you, you know, they got Jalen Hurts, who is kind of still trying to to lab, get that the, the labels off him of, is he a star quarterback? Is he going to be able to prove it week in and week out? Of course, you know, Devontae Smith, who's a spark plug. And then also, if it, if defenders already had a hard time carding him, they got A.J. Brown as well, and the, they traded for him on draft night. So, I mean, that's a, a amazing two-headed monster. Of course, you got young guys like Quez Watkins right there and Zach Pascal. Um, who are also options also. And then the offensive line is tremendous as well. They've always had a pretty good offensive line out there in Philly in recent seasons. I like Hurts. I think he's going to be a good quarterback. And I think Miles Sanders, too, and Kenny Gainwell. I think those are two guys who they can rely on a little bit more if the passing game is a little bit uh, shut down. Also on defense, I mean, they got a good defense. They got a, a very good defense with a lot of vets, too. Right? Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Hargrave, Sweat. I mean, this is Hassan Reddick as well. Darius Slay, it, it's it's a it's a top-tier defense. I expect them to be top five in, in a lot of categories this year. But I think the Eagles are in for a monster 22 season. Yeah, that draft helped them tremendously. And you're right. you got to live and learn. And they've got past that whole thing, you know, the, 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 the years where they were kind of struggling. But this is a team that means business, and this is a team that, you're right, could get in that playoff, could even win the division with a little luck. And let's talk about the final team here on the board. We got the brand-new, new-named Washington Commanders in 22. What do you like about the new Carson Wentz-led team this year? Well, I'll tell you one thing. This is my second team uh, growing up. I'm a Pittsburgh boy. I love my Steelers. But I've always been intrigued by the NFC team. I know they were the Washington Redskins. They used to have the R with the feathers, the uh, yep. yellow helmets. Then they came out with that bold Indian head. Then we had the Washington football team. Now we have the Washington Commanders. I will tell you this. This is a team that's gone through a lot. You talk about adversity. You talk about character. You talk about accountability. They've seen it all in Washington, starting with their uh, owner, and, and, and then going through the whole scandal with the season ticket holders, the women coming on the cruises, uh, you know, we, we saw the Dwayne Haskins thing. Uh, they've always had good, great quarterbacks in Washington. Everybody's trying to get on to that Joe Theismann uh, thing. And then we had Doug Williams and all those kind of guys. 
you know, but uh, boy, the hogs and all that. And then we, we've seen the mighty have fallen. This team hasn't been relevant since pretty much Kirk Cousins was there. We saw a couple of years ago where they backed in and won the division in Philly that night, gave Tampa a run. Um, and, and, and we saw, you know, uh, Fitzpatrick, uh, you know, uh, get knocked out in the first game against the Chargers last year. Team was struggling. Rivera battling the cancer. But you know what? I've always loved Carson Wentz. I didn't think he had a fair shot in Philly. I didn't think he had a fair shot in Indianapolis. They threw him under the bus. But if you can keep this kid upright, watch out. They got a running game. They got a passing attack. And they got one hell of a defense. And I, I'm on that same boat with you. I don't understand the the, the hate uh, for Carson Wentz because it's not like he's out there throwing 100 interceptions a season, never getting any touchdowns. It's just he's never gotten that fair shake, and he might have gotten it here with Washington. And he's got a heck of a team around him. At the receiving court, we know ter- scary Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, who they got from Penn State, looking solid, Curtis Samuel as well. And then, the, then like I said, in the backfield, you got Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick. But I think the big key is can the defense ha- come back from a, a, a rough 2021 season and a year in which we don't in 2020, man, Chase Young and everyone, they were a top, top-tier defense. But then last year they just could never get out the box. It seemed like it was one step forward and three steps back for this team. But if the defense can live up to expectations, of course, with Ron Rivera as head coach and some tremendous players, Montez Sweat, Chase Young, of course, Jamin Davis, the name of you, yeah. Cam Curl, and a lot more that they drafted with Badari Mathis, Percy Butler, and Christian Holmes, just the name of you. I mean, Washington could be a sleeper team. Like you mentioned, it's a team who had a rough year last year, who who maybe felt a little bit under expectations at 7-10, and 10, but I think they come back strong in 2021 this upcoming year. So it is time. It's time. It's time to give our final standings. Who will win this division? Who's going to come in second, third, and fourth? Let's hear it, sir. Who do you got? Well, I like Washington. And just to finish up on that, last year I thought they should have done something because they kind of controlled the division playing in the division the last five weeks. If they kept it close, they could have controlled that division. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, having the Eagles twice and the Cowboys twice and the Giants once. You know, in the last five weeks, it was a, a, a demoralizing type of season. But I think they bounced back. I think they put all the negative comments behind. I think Car- Carson Wentz is going to be uh, unbelievable there in Washington. I like Washington to win this division. They start out, they got Jacksonville, then they got Detroit. The first two games come out of the gate quick. I think that's imperative. I like the Commanders to win it, followed by the Eagles. And then I think the the, the, the the Cowboys come in third where the Giants just, you know, come up short uh, a little in the fourth position. But I think I like Washington to win this. I think it's going to be a big surprise. And a lot of people are going to get on the float in D.C. Before we end our show today, we'd like to mention one more time, this show is presented by Bet Online. We'll see. And for my standings, I'm going to go with – my first place, I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles. I think they've just added too much talent this year, and I think it's going to pay off great dividends. So I've got Eagles number one. I'm going to go with the Cowboys number two. I still think they have that small window of opportunity. Even though they didn't add a whole lot, I think that they can still get done with the group they got now. And third, I'm going with the Commanders. I think that they're going to have a better season. It just might not be there quite yet. Maybe next year 
I, is when they potentially make that next step. But I think they could be fighting for a wild card spot the whole season. And then in fourth, I've got the Giants yet again. I just don't think the Giants are there quite yet. They've still got a lot more holes to fill than all these teams here. But I think this is going to be a very tough division. It's going to be – in this division is actually pretty crazy, Mark. They have not had back-to-back winners of this division yeah. since 2003, 2004, and that was with the Philadelphia Eagles. And the way both of our predictions are going, that trend is going to continue with you going to Washington, I'm going with the Eagles. But I want to hear from our commenters, our viewers, people listening to the show, watching it, who will win this division in a highly contested, very much talented NFC East. It's always just to, you know a roll the dice every year. You never know who is going to win. But I want to hear from our fans. Please, if you enjoyed our video, please like, comment, share, and subscribe. We go live each and every single week, Facebook, YouTube. We have clips for you on Instagram and on LinkedIn. And go and check out our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, iHeartRadio, or anywhere you listen to your podcast. To my amazing top-tier co-host today, Madman Mark Mancini, thank you so much for coming on, sir, and breaking down the NFC East with me today. I've been your host today, Logan Landers. Have a great day, great weekend, everyone, and we will talk to you again on another episode. See you then. What is your favorite moment from football history? What teams and players are you cheering on? And who will win it all? We want to hear from you, our listeners. Head over to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch and leave us a comment. We might use your suggestion in an upcoming episode. Tune in daily to the podcast and watch our show live every week. We are 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio on the Believe Podcast Network. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.